Greetings, victims. For those of you who delight to dread, who fantasize about fear, who glorify gore, welcome. You have found the place where the horror returns. Listeners, beware. This podcast contains major plot spoilers and the foulest of language. Join us in celebrating the old and the new, the best and the worst in horror. Greetings, listeners. You have found The Horror Returns. For all of you who delight in dread, fantasize about fear and glorify gore, welcome home. This is the podcast that proves the horror never ends. Each episode, we seek out and review a brand new horror movie, then go back and we find a classic work with similar themes looking at both similarities and differences. Our goal here is to explore how our perceptions of fear remain the same from generation to generation but also to point out how the presentation can change based on the social and the political climate of the times. We will include spoilers for the new film. However, we will wait until the very end of the show to spoil the new feature, and we will let you know before we do so by using a spoiler alert, uh, which is probably the best spoiler alert I've ever heard in my life. Thanks, thanks for that, Brian. You're welcome. Where'd you find that anyway? Uh, it was an app. You can, like change your voice or just text or uh, type in something and it'll say it. All right. Well, if you don't wish to hear the spoilers, uh, you'll, you'll know when <laughs> simply turn it off at that point And we promise you won't miss a thing. And we generally assume you guys have already seen the classic film or in this case, classic films. So there will be spoilers when we're discussing anything that has been out for at least a year. The other thing that we may do from time to time is use a few four letter words. This is a horror podcast, and horror movies tend to be R-rated, so you can pretty much expect us to be, too. I'm Lance, and with me, as always, are my co-hosts, Brian and Philip. How's it going, guys? What's up? Good. Well, Philip, uh, you're out of town, huh? I am. Hopefully, uh, I'm, I'm coming through kind of loud and clear. I'm sort of out on the on the outskirts of Houston right now. I'm at the, the mother-in-law's house. <laughs> so this is my my time away. <laughs> All right, you sound loud and clear. What was uh, what was the coolest thing you've seen this week, man? Oh man, uh, that is a good question. I think uh, I I want to say Legion again, but uh, it's it's starting to concern me a little bit because I feel like it's getting so um, obscure. On you know whether you're in reality or you're in the guy's mind, and it hasn't like brought it down to a simplified storyline. So spending a week between watching it, right. it's kind of hard to remember where in the hell we were and what the hell was going on. So I feel like unless you're binge watching the whole series, it's almost hard to keep up with. And it's only you know, like four episodes into it. So you're so you're basically saying that that we're ba- we're on a continuous acid trip and we haven't come down yet. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's it's trying to remember the acid trip from last week. That's <laughs> what the problem is. Hey Brian Brian, you're watching you're watching it too, aren't you? I am 
only on the second episode, so Okay. Yeah, it's, every, it's every still got I my got attention you. though. Yeah, I got shows I, I should be watching, but I, I instead of watching them I start a new show. So Right. I got so much to catch up on. Well what was your uh cool of the week, Brian? Um, checked out a couple movies. Uh, I watched uh, a couple of movies uh, tra- of trailers that we reviewed. Um, XX, the horror anthology uh, directed oh. by all women. What did you think about that? I was uh, left a little uh, wanting more. I don't, Me too, I, I, man. I, don't know. I did. I watched that one. I saw that on Facebook that you were watching that. I was like, ah, oh, like I was going to say that could be my cool of the week, but it really yeah. was not. <laughs> really? <wasn't. laughs> yeah. I mean, really, you know, I, I think there's some talent there with these directors. It's just um, out of the, there's four segments out of the four segments. I think I only like two. Yeah, really. me too. Mm, that's too it, bad. Yeah, my wife but, couldn't really hang with it either. That is too bad. <laughs> But I, I do I do see some like promise in these directors though for some horror upcoming horror movies possibly. Um, what else did I check out? I checked out uh, Don't Knock Twice. Yeah. Oh, how was that? Uh, how was Starbuck? Um, did she have a British accent? No, which was yeah. weird because everybody else did. Right. Um, I um, I would probably give this a, like a soft seven. Um, right. It was a. It was a. A mixture. It had a mixture of witches and demons in it, and it had a cool little story going on. You know, um, the the look of the demon was pretty cool, kind of similar to uh, you guys. You guys have checked out Lights Out, right? Yeah, I haven't seen it. Uh, kind of uh, similar to the look of that, but with I don't know, crazy long arms and kind of freaky, freakier looking. It it was I, I I recommend it. It's a it's a good uh it's seems a good like watch. That, seems like that same type of movie, the you know, be afraid of the dark, uh you know, creepy jump scare kind of movie. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I'll and watch that. Uh, I like those. And uh also um got in some more episodes of Black Mirror. Oh yes. I will probably be done with the entire series probably by next week. Which, it's just uh, it's oh, through sorry, the third, right? Yeah. Um, okay. Which I'm kind of watching it all backwards. I finished the first season, and then I heard so much about the third season, I kind of skipped over the second and started the third. That's what's which, cool. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, which uh, uh, the one with uh, Kurt Russell's son the uh, the VR where he's in the uh, kind of like a horror game. Kurt Russell's son is that is that That's, who that is? Yeah, Wyatt Russell. No shit, I had no idea. Wow. Huh. Yeah, go go back and watch it again. He, oh, you yeah. you will see you will see a young Kurt Russell when you look at him. Hey, oh, one man. of the guys from uh from Kong was in an episode of Black Mirror, right? Yeah, uh, Toby Kebbell. Okay. He was in the episode sure where I they, crazy. I was like, "Hey, I know that guy." <laughs> yeah, he was in the episode with the where he was take where you could take pictures with your eyes or whatever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's right. And he kept rewinding and obsessing over his girlfriend. That's a cool yeah. show, man. Yeah, it is. I, I would probably say so far every episode I've watched, I I like them all. I, I, there's not one I don't like. Yeah, some yet. are better. Yeah. Some are better than others, but they're all quality. Yeah. I really like the Bryce Dow- Dallas Howard one. 
where you got the different ratings on uh, when you uh, basically your social media, how many likes you get and how many five stars, <laughs> four stars. Oh yeah, yeah. I really and like if, how it. I like how it ended. If you get With, the bad reviews or whatever, then nobody wants to be your friend. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that's pretty much uh, what I checked out this week. Yeah, I'm. I'm glad you're. I'm glad you're catching up with Black Mirror, man. I haven't. I, I mean, there's some episodes that are better than others, but I haven't seen one I haven't liked. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah my cool of the week was uh, a big surprise, man. Something I was not expecting at all. I, it was on HBO, so I thought, okay, this looks like it's just basically a drama. It, it's something that I can watch with AJ, and we we'll, can both get into a little bit. Um, you guys ever heard of a movie called A Bigger Splash? No. No, I haven't. All right. Well, why the hell am I talking about a drama on a on a horror podcast, you might be wondering. And that's what I thought about 80% of the way through the movie. And then this movie, I mean, it, little dark things were happening throughout it. Little uh, games people were playing with each other, and they're fucking with their minds and stuff like that. But you get about 80, 80% of the way through the movie, and it something really fucking dark happens. I mean, it takes a really odd turn. And uh, it's got a pretty good cast. It has uh, Tilda Swinton and uh, Ray Fiennes are probably the two main actors. And, you know, a couple other people you might recognize from some other things. But um, the photography in this was just gorgeous. It was all filmed in Italy. And there were a lot of nice outside shots and then a lot of use of color that was that was really nice. But I think the acting was the best part of it, especially Ray Fiennes. He was just out of control. Um, so I looked this director up. The director's uh, named Luca Guadagnino, Italian nice. director. Have you guys heard of him? Uh-uh. Mm. Well, nice job on that name. I uh, tried. He is going. <laughs> he is going to be directing the upcoming remake of Suspiria. Okay. Okay. So if you guys get a chance, don't you know? Don't sell this movie short just because it looks like it's just a drama. It's uh, it's definitely worth a watch. It's called A Bigger Splash. I think think you guys would enjoy it. Okay. Check you said out. it was on HBO? It's on HBO right now. Cool. That is it. So we covered our, our cool of the week, guys? I think yep. that's it. All right. I guess it's time for uh, Horror Headlines then. Brought to you by Brian. Okay. It's funny <laughs> that you just brought up uh, Suspiria because um, this is for our overseas listeners and Anybody in the United States that has a region-free Blu-ray player, they are releasing a 40th anniversary leather book edition of Suspiria on Blu-ray. I saw that on the Facebook page. Yes, it is coming out May 15th, and it is limited to 1,111 copies. Interesting. Yes, (laughs) which I do not own a region-free Blu-ray player because I feel like eventually they'll just release it here in the United States. I'm sure they will. At least if it's successful, you know? Which, you know, selling, what, a thousand copies or whatever? Yeah, that'll that'll sell out. Do they they use that in the the UK, Brian? Do you know? uh, Region-free or... Because I'm well, I'm thinking that uh, our friend our friend Duncan McLeish over there at the podcast under the stairs. Oh, I I know for sure he's going to get this one. <laughs> it's already done, huh? Yeah, I, I see when he posts pictures of, of stuff he uh, movies he buys, and I'm I'm pretty sure this is going to be in his collection. No doubt. Okay, our first uh, item here: um, the X Men uh, movie uh, universe. 
TV spinoff officially gets titled, and and the title is Gifted. Hmm. What does that mean? What's gonna like? Is it New Mutants? No, this is a TV show that is going to be based off of the current movie universe. Which that I don't know what that means because that's a super vague explanation. Yeah, because I, I don't <laughs> I don't know because one minute it seems like they're rebooting the whole thing. And then I'm hearing stories that they're keeping actors and continuing with. Right. Yeah. I'm so I'm confused. Um, yeah, that whole timeline for X Men is is super fucking weird. Yeah. They use it to their advantage though. <laughs> right. Um. This is uh, uh, Burn Notice creator Matt Nix is the showrunner, and um, a few people that I took note that have been casted is Stephen Moyer from True Blood. Uh, Jamie Chung, she's going to be playing Blink, which uh, she actually did show up in the, uh, what was it, Days of Future Past. Right. She was the one that uh, creates little uh, portals to teleport through. Right. Okay. And, uh, yeah, um, I cast, uh, or I posted the rest of the cast list on our page. Um, Yeah, I don't know about this one. Uh, This sounds less interesting. Uh, When I, when I seen, uh, the trailers for Legion and read about it. I was really intrigued with, with that one. This one sounds like just them saying it's going to be based off the movie universe in the same universe. I'm already hmm. not That's, feeling it. They got to throw in. I think they need to throw in at least one or two big name characters in there. I mean, this would yeah. be a great a great chance to recast Wolverine. But uh, you know, mm-hmm. if if they're casting him on a uh, on a TV show budget, it may not be the guy we want. <laughs> no, may not be one of them. Oh, did you guys make your three picks, by the way? Oh, I did. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, since since we just talked about X Men, I guess we can uh, we can wait on the rest of the news and just uh, do our picks right now. Uh, we don't have to if you guys if you guys are ready, we can we can go into it. You know, it just depends on whatever you guys want I don't, to do. I, uh, I could finish the news. Uh, it's slow news week. A little, right, yeah. little finish, finish the news, then we'll do our X-Men picks. Sounds okay. Great. Uh, moving on. Uh, also in the X-Men universe, uh, Atlanta breakout star Zazie Beetz has been cast as Domino in the Deadpool movie. The Deadpool oh, I heard movie. about that. Yeah. Um, I've only seen her in Atlanta, and she was really good, so I don't... I can't really base anything else off of i know she can be funny right but uh as far as action and stuff i i really don't know i mean she's got a, a domino sort of look to her so i think she could pull it off yeah yeah i always, um, always like that character uh because i read a lot of the, the x-men comic books for years and i thought that domino character was always pretty cool yeah, so this this is probably going to lead in. Uh, this is probably going to be the one of the things that lead into X Force. Yeah. Do you guys think it's strange that they announced this casting and still no cable? Uh, I think they're they're hiding the cable thing for the Deadpool release. Okay, that makes sense. Because <laughs> that's gonna we'll that's gonna be their big name, up. right? Yeah. As long. Uh, <laughs> Just thankful. Well, you know, any any piece of media or or fan frenzy that they can throw at Deadpool right now 
sure. uh, is is gold. All they have to do is give you a little nibble. It's not even fishing. It's shooting fish in a barrel, you know? Yeah. I'm just glad he didn't pop up at the end of Logan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You were saying Cable pop up and take the girl to back to the past or something? <laughs> oh, Come on, my let's gosh. go. Oh, my man. rating would have dropped so low. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Jumped in at the end of a serious moment. <laughs> oh on, my gosh! I, what are you doing? <laughs> I could see I I could see him running into that. Uh, what was it? Where they're playing the Superman music and right. the the teaser? <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I see what's funny. <laughs> okay, um, Preacher season two uh, premiere date is going to be June nineteenth. All right. Um. Still haven't finished uh, first season, but uh, I haven't either. <laughs> yeah. Oh, guys, I mean, where, guys, come on! <laughs> I mean, where where I'm, I'm a, I think I'm like an episode or two from finishing, so it started picking up. But I okay. had like kind of dropped off because it got real slow. But um, hopefully, I'll have it finished by June. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Like I said, I keep I right. keep starting <laughs> shows. Either I know you man. want. <laughs> yeah, I, I would say it's worth the watch. I think the last two episodes are both pretty action packed. I, I know what you mean about it dropped off a little bit. I thought uh, actually, I, I I thought my favorite part of the season was like the first third of the season. You guys remember the uh, the one that started out where it looked like the girls were getting hunted by serial killers with guns. Yeah, and then yeah. You come to find out it was uh, they're like out there playing half half-naked paintball or whatever, and somebody fell in that hole. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I, thought, I thought that part was pretty cool because they just threw me for a loop with that, but I think you'll like the last two episodes. Definitely going to try to finish that. Okay, let's see. Uh, we are officially getting another Spawn movie from Todd McFarlane. Ugh. And, oh, uh, it's I fish- heard. Officially going to be R-rated, and they said... Um, Right now, it's just in development, but they said it's going to be more dark and nasty than Deadpool and Logan. He's oh, supposed boy. to be like he's Spawn's supposed to be like the the. It's going to be like a horror thing. He's supposed to be the bad guy, the boogeyman. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. No kidding. The only thing that kind of uh, turns me away from this one, I think Todd McFarlane's trying to direct it. Yeah. Mm. It, it worries me because he's taking kind of a different approach than the comic does. I mean, just from the little that I've heard from it, you know. And uh, I mean, it, it might be cool. It, it, it's it's kind of a gamble. It could really pay off, and it may be cool, or it could fall on its face as one of the few in the list of superhero movies that really sucks right now. Yeah. <laughs> just keep, just keep uh, John Leguizamo out of there, and I'll be happy. <laughs> I like Johnny Legs, man. Uh, I thought he fucking ruined that movie. <laughs> he, he was terrible uh, as a clown. He was horrible. Well, that were, movie was just not great to begin with. Yeah, <laughs> there, there there was a lot of things that ruined that movie. Yeah. And our last news item is probably something that's going to come not much of a surprise to anybody. Avatar two release date of December twenty fifth, two thousand eighteen has been pulled. Oh. <laughs> Um, they have not said why, but I never thought this movie was coming out. It's oh, man. Been... They, they just built an Avatar world at uh, Disney World. Yeah, I don't know. I think 
they were a little too ambitious because they're supposed to be making what four or five more, right? Really? And, yeah, and it's something that's supposed <laughs> to go. I don't. I don't know what I read. It's supposed to go to like Avatar five. He's building special cameras for underwater and all kind. Of, I don't know. Maybe. Man, that's one that didn't really hold up for me. I know it was super big when it came out, and it was a great movie to watch, but. You know, I saw it once or twice, and I'm like, yeah, now I'm done. I don't really need to see it again. Yeah, right? I've seen it once. I've seen it probably twice, and then I never had the urge to go back and watch it. Right. And then when they <laughs> said they were making three or four more, I was just kind of like, eh. Yeah, it's so, not super exciting to me. <laughs> so, um, yeah, slow news week, and uh, I guess we can get into our uh, Wolverine picks. Yeah, for All sure. Right. I mean, it would, uh, so last week we had we had, uh, had a discussion about who do we think should play the new Wolverine and keeping Tom Hardy out of the conversation. I don't know. You guys may have. May oh, have... we're keeping Tom Hardy out? Okay, no. <laughs> oh, I think he has to at least get <laughs> All mentioned. Right. All right. So who are, so who are, your, who are your three picks, Brian? If, if, you, if, you could, uh, if you were the casting agent, all right, for the uh, new X-Men okay. movie and you could pick anyone, who would it be? Well, Obviously, I put Tom Hardy because I, I I didn't hear that part because I don't see anybody else in this role. Right. The only the only problem is um, I'm pretty sure they're going to try to go younger than what Tom Hardy is. Yeah, mm-hmm. probably. Which which I don't like. I, I I think that they should go older, grizzled Tom Hardy. It, I couldn't think of anybody to play Wolverine at all until you said Tom Hardy, and I was like, okay, I can live with that. <laughs> Yeah, it got to the point where I wrote Tom Hardy's name down like three times because I, I know, I just right? Not. But if they were going to go younger, I picked Scott Eastwood. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. I think he's prime to get into a big role. I, he kind of he got teased that he had a big role in Suicide Squad, and we kind of seen what happened to his character. And. Um, and I I know he's in the new Fast and Furious movie, and I think he's just like a side character. Yeah, he does a lot of side characters. But I think he's um, I think he's poised to be in something big, and I think it would be smart for somebody to snatch him up for one of these franchises. And my pick. next my next pick, I'm probably gonna butcher his name, um, Michael Hussman. Who the hell uh, is that? He, he was he's Dario in Game of Thrones. Ah, okay. I kind of feel like he has the look. You know, he's already mm-hmm. he's got some training in, obviously. You know, from his uh, right. action scenes on the show, and I think uh, I think he could fit the part. I don't know how gruff and grizzled he could be, kind of moody. You know, we haven't really seen that because he's kind of jokey and playful most of the time on the show, right? So, um, and yeah, and of course, my number one pick was Tom Hardy. That's my dream casting right there. This is Tom Hardy. All right. Okay. What about you? What about you, Phil? Um, I've got a few of them. I had to go to the internet and look for some lists, and and some of the names I found I kind of like. Um, so I'm not going to pretend that I just came up with these off the top of my head. Uh, I, I think one of the toughest guys in Hollywood. Uh, is going to be, you know, Tom Hardy would do good, man. I, I think mm-hmm. you have to put him on the list. 
I think he's really the only one that I can think of. Uh, I think of Jason Statham as being really super tough, but I don't think he looks the part. Right? How are you going to put a wig on that dude and make him look (laughs) (laughs) Like, that guy's... He'll, he'll be goofy looking. <laughs> um, Sideburn. <laughs> uh, Taylor Kitsch is uh, is one that, whose yeah. name has been brought up. <laughs> I, I think he's stuck Please, on the no. gamping thing. Um, like, let him stay stuck on it, man. Jesus Christ. Uh, I saw Jake Gyllenhaal listed. Ah, he's on my list. <laughs> you know what? I think Jake Gyllenhaal could do it, man. I that guy. He'd be perfect, I, man. I love everything that he's been in lately. Right. And uh, and and he he can transform his body to do whatever it is. <laughs> yes. The he only can. Uh, concern that I have is that he has a very kind face. Yeah. Which uh, works kinda, when he plays like a. Right. Another, uh, a question with that. Um, uh huh. With the type of roles he picks, do you think he would get himself locked down in a no. franchise? I don't think so. I think he's. I think he's got. More money than he knows what to do with. Yeah, so but he's this, picking roles that he wants to play. Right, but hey, guys, this isn't just any character. I mean, this isn't just any friend. We're talking Wolverine here, man. You know, I mean, Dylan Hall if he's was, a, was a, a nerd growing up, this guy played Bubble Boy for Christ's sake. You that's know he true. He was a comic book reader. I'll bet. I'll <laughs> bet he would do it, man. He might. But yeah, he's got like a like a kind face. I'm not sure that he even he. I mean, it works well as a psychopath, which he's really good at playing. But <laughs> right. well, he he kind of had that grizzled look in uh, what was it, Southpaw? Yeah, yeah and that's yeah, what I was thinking. Parts. That's the picture I saw of him all ripped up in Southpaw, and he did look mm-hmm. like a grizzled kind of boxer that you know. But but I'm still not sure that he could pull off the stern, serious Wolverine face. Uh, aside from that, I think he's a great actor, and he could play the part. Um. Uh, James Caan's son, Scott Caan. Ah, he's on my got, list too, man. It's <laughs> one that got brought up a few times. I know. Yeah, I, I, just, I, I went a little just, overboard on it. <laughs> uh, he, would just have to dye, he would just have to dye his hair. That's all. Yeah, because he uh, just be perfect, just because he looks the part. You know, he's more of a comedy guy. Yep. But uh, but he's he is super cool and super slick, and I've liked everything that I've seen him in. So I'm down. <laughs> He's a you know you're not seeing it, Brian. Guy, man. No, because I I feel I'm picturing how he would play it in my mind. <laughs> I know, and right? I, and I think I would just I would I would hate that character so much. Well, it's just because he plays kind of the same character in every movie that he's in. He's like the the short stocky guy. What was he? Was it Fast and Furious? Where he him and his brother? No, I don't know about that. I know oh, he's on eleven. Him and his brother are like the the. Uh, the his his brother races the little cars and stuff. Oh and, yeah, you know, yeah, 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 right. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he kind of looks the part. It, he just has to change his uh, uh, persona a little bit. Um, but then Shia LaBeouf is a name that got no! thrown around. Oh no, worst ever. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I think he could. I this think that he could actually. <laughs> I know, right? I think I. You know what? I think he's a good actor. I think he could pull it off. But I think he's kind of that X Men movie. I I don't think he's. I don't even because of his experience with Transformers. I don't think he wants to do franchise movies anymore. Probably not. Plus, like you said, he's absolutely insane. So (laughs) that too definitely doesn't want to get locked into like a franchise movie or something like that. But when I was thinking. 
who could play Wolverine? My my right. my first thought went to uh, who is the guy that played Sabretooth? Oh, oh Liv, Liv Shriver. Right. Okay. Shia LaBeouf looks just like him. I think they're very similar looking in the face. Yeah, and, he, he, he could be Liv Shriver's like younger brother. Yeah, like if 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 Shia got like super bulked up. And right. I mean, he's not super tall, so that works. And he's already got the aggression thing down. We know that from all the lawsuits. <laughs> I think he could. I think he could really pull it off. It's crazy, but I think he could do it. And if they're gonna go younger, I, you know, I'd have to see it for him to prove himself. Right. But I'd be open to watching that. Man, boy, they'd uh, they'd really be opening a can of worms with trying to trying to rein him <laughs> in. <man. laughs> yeah. I don't think anybody wants okay. to get mixed up with that dude. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, you you make a compelling argument, uh, Brian. Are you buying into this? Uh, you, uh, this uh, James James Conson, no. Uh, <laughs> Shia LaBeouf. I think I would check that movie out because I'm curious now. Yeah, <laughs> curious is a good word, I guess. I think I think that he he's got potential that he could play that part, and he could play that part great. <laughs> because he's okay. got just the right level of like frustrated, crazy anger, you know, just naturally. <laughs> man, that would be interesting. That's for sure. Is that uh, is that your rundown, man? Yeah, I think that's it. But I mean, I got to go with Tom Hardy as as the top of the list. Yeah, well, I mean, it goes without saying. Tom Hardy would be perfect. I just the re- reason I didn't want to bring him up is because I I think there was like a news item that. It was just a rumor or something like that, or that he wasn't interested in the part. Um, oh, that he wasn't? Yeah, I thought I heard that. Uh, but, uh, I, I think that could change, because uh, Hugh Jackman's publicly came out saying if he had a pick, it would be uh, Tom Hardy. Oh, really? And they <laughs> did. And Fox yeah, recently, he did. he did come out and say that, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, Fox, Fox recently just <laughs> said that um, Hugh Jackman's going to be involved in picking the next Wolverine. So. That's cool. Okay. All right. Well, if it's not Tom Hardy and it's not Jake Gyllenhaal and it's not Scott Kahn, which would make Brian really happy, um, I'm actually going to go with Captain Kirk himself, Chris Pine. Oh, huh. I think he can huh. pull it off. Have you guys uh, have you guys seen that, that movie Stretch? Yeah. About the uh, limo driver? Yeah. Oh, was, yeah. Yeah, definitely crazy and hairy in that movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. He was great in that movie. I think he Chris could Pine's, pull it off. <laughs> Chris Pine's a really good actor. Yeah, he played crazy in that one movie. That it, oh, What was it? It had a whole bunch of different actors in it. Um, it had, like, uh, Ryan Reynolds. Uh, hmm. It had to do uh, with, like, a hitman. Was it Sounds Smoking familiar, Aces? Man. Smoking, yeah, Smoking Aces. Smoking Aces, ah, okay. yeah. Yeah, he was pretty crazy in that one too. Hmm. That dude's pretty good, and he's got like the right height for it. He just need to bulk up a little bit to catch up with his gigantic head. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I'm gonna call it now. I think he's he's gonna be one and done with DC. Because Chris uh, Pine. Yeah, because uh, Wonder Woman is gonna be a period piece. And oh, he's ob- right. He's in Wonder he's, Woman. I forgot. About yeah, that. he's he's obviously not gonna live. Right. Yeah. Toward you know to today. So yeah. mm. he pulls up as like some Bucky character later on. Down the line. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, if they do that, man, what a ripoff that'll be, huh? How obvious would that be? Jesus Christ. So I, I can, DC's I can see, Bucky. 
I could see Chris Pine. Yeah, I All could right. do that. Well, we got our yeah, we got our got our picks. So Tom Hardy, if you're listening to the podcast <laughs> and you are available, you're our man. Um, if Tom Hardy's listening to our podcast, we got a lot of shit going for us, man. What up, bro? Come hang out with us. We'll hey, invite man. you on the show and pay you to do it. Hey, I love Taboo. I'm glad you. I'm glad you guys got the second season. All right. <laughs> all right. So, uh, what time is it, Brian? It is time to go to the trailer park. What do you think about that, Phil? That place scares me, man. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I don't know. This week, uh, there's some trailer parky characters in there. There's some creepy characters, and there's some. Well, we'll we'll get into it, but there's some interesting trailers this week. So, we'll take a look at the big, the small, and sometimes the very, very weird. Brian, what's our first new trailer to talk about this week? First one we're going to talk about is the dark tapes. That's um, the weird one. Yeah, I am not going to run down this cast or director list because there is a lot of cast. Or anthology. Yes. Right. Um, I got a very VHS vibe from this uh, from this trailer. I thought, uh, I thought it was another v- VHS movie, just titled differently. Is it not? Is it not part of the same uh, the same series? No, it's it's its own thing. And uh, what, there was a oh, I can't. Uh, my mind's going blank. There is another found footage movie. Oh my gosh, I can't think of it. It looked like I can't think of it. It looked um, like that mixed with VHS. Okay, I well, there's, there's I, so many of them now. Yeah, yeah, that's the problem. It's it's it, because it's so easy to produce a found footage movie. I mean, like we could do one. If I we think you to. guys. That's our next seen... great idea. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I think you guys have seen this movie. I'm talking about. Uh, they're like a a TV show, like you know the ghost hunters type shows, and they go right. investigate something, and they're basically they're a fake show. And where they go, stuff starts happening for real. Is oh, really? it uh, is it an anthology? No, it's uh, it's just a movie. It, it has a sequel. They're they're all right movies. I can't um, think of it. Shit. I, I, I think it's at the tip of my tongue. I know, I know what you're talking about now, man. Because the director did something else pretty recently. Yeah, it's um, all these damn there, found footage movies popped in my head. Them. Maybe maybe one of our listeners can uh, can educate us on that. Yes, please. From the description. Do. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no, but this one, this one actually, it's, you know, like I said, there's so many of them that come out, and it's so easy to get bad ones that fall into the mix because they're, you know, it takes no money really to, to make this happen. Right. Uh, but this one looked pretty genuinely creepy, I thought. Um, mm-hmm. Horror anthology kind of scares me. Uh I mean, I know that there's an upside to it, but there's also a downside to it. I mean, they've got to be really good for you to remember them. Like, I couldn't tell you anything that happened in that XX movie that I watched. Because it was like four different movies, and I, no joke, don't remember any of them. Uh, yeah, no, I can, a, couple, I can add, a couple of them were really bad, though. I could see that. <laughs> and I can honestly say one of the two that I did like, I was a little confused on yeah. what was going on. yeah. So I, I think that this one will be better than that at least. Um But I don't know. We'll 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 see what happens, how much they push it. Uh it looks like it's got a bunch of little indie awards on it, so it might actually oh. be decent. Hmm. Oh, got it right here. Grave Encounters. You That's guys it. Right? Okay, yeah, Grave yeah. Encounters one and two. That's right. Yeah. And who and who directed that? Well, they did something else recently, correct? 
Brave Encounters is directed by. We are getting your mama here. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> is that not who it is? My It'd bad. Be really grave then. <laughs> uh, I can't find it. It's not listed. Brave on here. Encounters. That sounds familiar. Yeah, but I mean, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely give this one a shot. The the uh, it kind of almost looked like they were, you know, they had a couple of really uh, really cute little chicks in there too. <laughs> well, I was thinking they have like it looks hurts. like they have at least in one of them they have a like a big main villain that looks like a, a really creepy monster looking dude, and right. uh, I'm I'm just kind of excited to see him. Okay, it, yeah. The, well, the, and, and the cute chicks, but yeah. The, the, grave, the grave Encounters uh, directors, they're called the Vicious Brothers, guys. And the film that I'm thinking of that came out a couple of years ago that they did was called Extraterrestrial. It was on Netflix. Have you guys seen that one? I it's a real I, creepy alien movie. It was really good. I, I think I've seen it. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it was one of one of those that you know obviously wasn't a huge budget. It was a cabin in the woods movie, but with a basically with a spaceship. I thought okay. it was good. I liked it. Yeah, I think I remember seeing that. But well, going back to the issue at hand, yes, I I'll definitely give this one a shot. Yeah, I, lo- I love a good horror anthology. I mean, sometimes they're they're a little hit and miss, right? But um, I definitely will give this a watch. Um, actually, this comes out uh, next week, uh, March seventeenth. All right. Moving on to our next is a pair of teaser trailers that's actually actually been out for a while. Uh, the Saw Legacy uh, teaser one and two. Mm-hmm. Uh, my, what did you guys think about this? My my first thought was why. I mean they 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 ended <laughs> Saw. They wrapped it up. I love the first two Saw movies, and yeah. one of these one of these teasers really did kind of look like a, a callback to the first Saw. But didn't the didn't the villain die, or am I thinking of another series? <laughs> Which, which oh, I one? thought he did too, but then they then they teased that he was like coming back. It looked like almost. Which villain? There was like a different one every movie. I know I that's it, a good I point. It was just the old dude, man. That the was old like man. Pulling, pulling well, the he 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 died like spoiler if you haven't seen it, but he died in like the <laughs> third one or something like that. <laughs> Yet they found a way to keep him going, so why not? You know, well, he I is don't listed. Think we're really watching Saw movies for the plot. <laughs> he, he he is listed in the uh, IMDb for this one, so I don't know. Oh boy, Tobin Bell is that his name? Yeah, I don't yeah, I don't know. Like I'm not a I'm not real hyped for this one. Yeah, yeah I'm not, it's I'm not it's either. not something that really piqued my interest either. You know, like I, I saw I saw the preview and I'm like, yeah, you know, maybe I'll watch that. I I can tell you if I watched the past couple of Saw movies. I'm sure I probably did at some point, but I I don't know when. I don't remember what they were about. Yeah, I mean... They all kind of blend together at some point. Yeah, I remember that was like the thing every Halloween. You knew it was Halloween because a new Saw movie was coming out, but then they just got boring. They Friday the 13th it. And basically, (laughs) uh, Paranormal Activity came and just took over that slot. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, now they're doing it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, um, this one is definitely from, I mean, I can't judge it off the teaser, but just the whole idea of Saul coming back is not having me wanting to rush to the theater to watch it. Yeah, especially since the teaser was really only like 15 seconds long. And we were supposed to be getting it this year, October 27th. Oh, Jesus. And just in time I, for Halloween, huh? And I've, we've not seen anything or heard anything from this, so mm. 
Well, October 27th, if anybody's interested. Okay. Uh, our next trailer is Atomic Blonde, starring Charlize Theron, Sophia Botella, James wow. McAvoy, and John Goodman. I thought that was James McAvoy. I, I wasn't yeah. 100% sure, but uh, yeah, this one uh, this one definitely got my interest, that's for sure. Um, I didn't know what to think of it when it first started. You know, I thought, ah, oh, it's just another just another action movie, but when she met up with, uh, what's her name, Sophia Bote- Botella? Yep. Oh yeah, yeah. It took a nice turn at that point. Uh, I was gonna say, I hope. I mean, I'm fine with the the role Sophia Batella had in the trailer. I'm more than fine with that. But you know, I want, I want to. I hope we get some action from her because yeah. uh, I really liked her in The Kingsman. Right. Yeah. This looks awesome. It I, like my first thought was, oh, John Wick with Charlize Theron. John Wick was like John Wick with a chick. Yeah, and then it was which, like uh, well, no James Bond with Charlize Theron, right? <laughs> which but, is which is funny you guys say that because the it's directed by David uh, Lech Lech Leach, if I'm probably fucking up his name. Uh, okay. He was one of the directors of the first John Wick. Oh, nice. Okay, well there you go. <laughs> he really? also did the the Deadpool two uh, teaser. It looked oh, like they no put shit. something into those fight scenes, man. Like it, this looks cool as shit. It is big budget. It is big star. Right. It is uh, James McAvoy looking like Brad Pitt from Fight Club, and uh, man, I, I think that this is going to be a, a cult classic as soon as it comes out. Yep, I am I'm, definitely I'm stoked about this one. I am definitely going to watch, especially I, I watched this before I watched that one. What trailer did we watch with fucking uh, Michelle Rodriguez? Oh, or she's supposed uh, to be the dude. She's she had <laughs> the sex change when I I can't yeah. Remember. I, I, oh I yeah, I, totally I know. I, I think I blocked one. it out of my memory because yeah. So I mean, we all know we all know <laughs> Kevin's gonna go watch it and tell us it's the greatest movie. You think so? <laughs> but I I think Atomic Blonde is where it's at right here. Oh yeah, dude, that right. one's gonna be kick ass. That's gonna put that's gonna take Kill Bill <laughs> off the map. Watch. Oh come on, not off the map. Don't <laughs> you 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 think they're going series with this one? Uh, I don't think they'll go series, but I think it'll be better than the Kill Bill series. Okay. Uh, what are we getting? Uh, July twenty eighth. So uh, right. not too far away. Might end All up right. on our list, huh? Yeah. And our final uh, trailer is a, a new Netflix movie, which I've heard is getting a lot of buzz. It is called Bright, starring Will Smith, Numi Rapace, Joel Edgerton, Edgar Ramirez, and is directed by David Ayer. Oh, and okay. it's a Netflix movie. That I didn't realize that. Yes. That explains a lot. David David Ayer, that's why Killer Croc was in it, and that's why Deadshot was in it. Okay, now I get it. Oh. See, I thought it was a sequel to Suicide Squad when I first <laughs> saw it. That was Killer Croc, right? Oh. Uh, I I didn't know what that was when I first, so I did a little. Um, in this world, in this movie, there there is like mythical creatures, and the creatures, some of the creatures we seen in the in the trailer in the little teaser was uh, orcs. Okay. So um, yeah, uh, I think there was enough in this uh, teaser to intrigue me. Right. I mean, I'm definitely gonna watch it. It's it's gonna be straight to Netflix. 
Yeah, Netflix, so we're already paying for it whether we watch it or not, right? Yeah, may as well. Which they, um, I didn't get the number of this. I'm pretty sure they paid big money to get this movie because oh, of, sure. Sounds like of the recent uh, Martin Scorsese film they purchased. Did right. you guys hear about that one? No. Uh, yeah, they, I heard something about it. What, what's that all about? They, um, it's gonna be based. It's gonna be based on a, a true. I forgot the guy's name. He's a true life uh, Irish hitman. Um, and it's going to be directed by Martin Scorsese, starring Robert De Niro, Al Pacino, um, Joe Pesci's coming out of retirement to be in it. And, and Netflix uh, has got it. Yeah, yeah. and yeah, I um, wow. I heard about it. Lance, help me with the actor's name. Uh, Bad Lieutenant, uh, uh, Reservoir Dogs. Yeah, he's also in it. Awesome. They paid one hundred and five million dollars for that movie. Oh, fuck. Well, look, they they took out a. Uh... They took out Blockbuster and Redbox. I guess they're on their way to taking out the movie theaters too, huh? And I don't have the number here with me, right. but I think they paid a pretty penny for for this movie with Will Smith. Right. I'm sure Will Smith is. <laughs> it's not like he just does whatever anymore. He's not like hard up for a movie. So based based off what we've seen, uh, how did you guys feel about it? Um, like you said, if it's on Netflix and I've got the time, I'll, I'm watching it. Period. Man, I haven't actually got a chance to watch that one yet, but I'm I'm staring at a list of the trailer right here on YouTube, mm-hmm. and just from the little screen cap on it, it looks super cool. I'm I'm ready for it. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm you know Netflix has been hitting home runs, which I probably should have included this in the news. You know, getting a little off subject again. Uh, have you guys heard about the recent reviews of Iron Fist? No, I have uh something that was like a pretty bad, right? Yeah, Is it I out? guess they no, they sent to six episodes, the first six episodes is um some people to review and um basically every review had the word boring in it. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Except for maybe one review was kind of good but not really. <laughs> so um that might be uh Marvel's first flop right there. Is net uh, uh... So mm. that sucks. Well, but here's the thing: we got to watch it anyway, you know, because of course we're gonna all watch the Defenders, right? Absolutely. Well, and this is this is the the bridge to Defenders. So yeah, but gotta watch it anyway applies a whole new meaning when you're talking about a series instead of a movie. But I mean, it, <laughs> I mean, you never know though. They gave it's it's what the Marvel Netflix shows are thirteen episodes. Yeah, uh, I think yeah, twelve or thirteen. Yeah. So. Maybe the slow, boring stuff is all set up, and the it's, rest of the second yeah. half could just be knocking it out the park. It's entirely well, possible. Because that's, I did. That's tying your own noose, is what happened there. I gave up on Luke right. Cage. I haven't finished watching it. I still haven't. Yeah, I, 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 I don't plan I, to. I finally finished it, and I hated that ending. I really, well, I really did. Part of the reason I haven't finished watching it is because nobody <laughs> said it was, wow, this is really awesome. You should totally watch this. Like Daredevil and and, and that, well, I guess it was Daredevil and uh, what was Jones. The, the chick one? Jessica Jones. That was a good one, too. Those, those were both and, in, incredible. Yeah, those good. were both incredible. They were amazing. The second season of Daredevil was right. unbelievable. But, uh, yeah, Luke Cage, I, was, I mean, it was cool, but I wasn't, like, super right. impressed with it. It wasn't, it wasn't bad. It just wasn't good. Yeah, well, most, definitely most, the weakest so far. 
Yeah, most likely I'll probably for our next show I'll have my own review of at least the first six episodes. <laughs> but just based off the reviews, it, another thing that was uh, brought up a lot was said that the fight choreography was weak. Oh no! And uh, it was the the show is very offensive to Asian culture. Ah, uh, fuck that! <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to hear any PC offended bullshit. If you're offended, oh, no. don't fucking watch it, man. I'm so tired of it, dude. Everything on every <laughs> social media platform. You're going to start me on my rant. Why don't oh, you suck the boy. fuck up? How about that? <laughs> <laughs> Just watch the fucking show or don't watch it, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that that's that Netflix. There's your commercial right there for Iron Fist. <laughs> Either fucking watch it or don't. You're offensive because you have a stereotype <laughs> for an Asian co- Guess what the fuck, man? Every movie uh, in the past <laughs> however yeah. many years. Yeah, King man, Kong come on. forward, there's, huh? There's, there's a stereotype <laughs> in every single culture. You can't like <laughs> you can't make a movie now without somebody being offended by something. Oh man. You know what oh. I say to those people? Right. Clean the sand out. That's what I say. Hey, well, while while we're while we're on that, is it uh, is it time for listener feedback? Or are we still? The- <laughs> uh, yeah, well, um, all right. You have the chance to, to to unwind here for a minute. Yeah, Sorry, yeah. Guys. Bright Bright is Bright is due out December. So, all right. PC man, I, I'm a nice guy, but I have problems with that. <laughs> okay, so listener feedback. Uh, this week we've gotten some comments from uh, listener Carl McCalla regarding the Stepford Wives. Uh, Carl writes, "Great companion piece to the recent Get Out. Thanks to the horror return, boys." Uh, was somewhat hesitant about Jordan Peele directing a thriller slash horror movie, and wow, was I pleasantly surprised. I'm right there with you because. Uh, I was super concerned about Jordan Peele doing anything horror, and it was really awesome. And he said, really strong movie, 9 on 10. And I actually paused the podcast and went back to watch it. Uh, Back to the spoiler section tomorrow. Oh, awesome. Well, let us know how the spoiler section was. Usually we're off the rails by then. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. Another uh, uh, piece of listener feedback that came in, Patrick, our uh, our buddy, writes in again, Patrick Clear, uh, about the shop in the uh, Stephen King series. Uh, he said he did a little digging on it and uh, sent us a Wikipedia site. So I'll give you a, a brief summary of that. Cool. Uh, basically, the shop is a fictional, top-secret United States government agency, obviously. Um. It's similar to the Syndicate and the X-Files. It plays a central role uh, as the antagonist in the novel Firestarters, uh, the miniseries Golden Years, the film The Lawnmower Man. Um, also has an element in the, no- in the novel The Tommyknockers. Uh, really? Looks like it comes up in The Mist, The Langoliers, The Stand. <laughs> so a whole lot of Stephen King stuff involves the shop. Wow. Wow. Uh, yeah, I know, right? I had no idea. It just <laughs> it all clicked after we started talking about it the other day. Um, and then, let's see, he went on to write, uh, I was thinking they were involved with the Dead Zone, but I guess not. I uh, wanted to share some thoughts about Logan and the X-Men movies. Uh, I liked Logan and thought the movie was well done. I'll give it an 8. Uh, probably my favorite 
behind first class. Philip O'Brien mentioned right. the reads and how they weren't as as scary as the villains overall, uh, besides the X twenty four weapon, and I totally agree. Probably my single biggest disappointment with the movie. Uh, in the late 80s, early 90s comics, the Reavers were a vicious group of cyborg mercenaries led by Lady Deathstrike. I wanted to mention that, but I didn't I want to get too nerdy. Although, this is the podcast to do it on. <laughs> right. Uh, unfortunately, we saw her demise in X-Men 2. Uh, I would have rather seen her back and more vicious Reavers instead of the made-up X-24. Uh, I'm ready for, I, you know what, that probably would have been a better idea. And I think he probably should have done that, except uh, they, they may have sold the rights to Lady Deathstrike. It always ends up with some sort of money thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm ready for Brian Singer to walk away from the X-Men and stop ruining these great characters and storylines. <laughs> well said. <laughs> Fox should really think about partnering with Marvel and completely rebooting the series. Yep. Keep the show coming, guys. You're doing a great job. Awesome. Right. Thanks, Patrick. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, as always, you can reach us at thehorrorreturns at gmail.com or uh, just search for The Horror Returns at any of the social medias, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, um, something that I'm leaving out. We have a Snapchat? Is that a thing? Uh, I don't do Snapchat. So okay. We don't do Snapchat. Fuck Snapchat. All right, cool. So uh, we really do appreciate the feedback, guys, and we'll uh, we'll def we we definitely love getting it. We'll read it every time every time you send it in. And now it's time for our featured attractions. It's Kong Week on the Horror Returns, as if you couldn't tell from all the lead up, uh, if you follow the Facebook page or anything. Uh, so we'll start out with the classic uh, 1933 original King Kong. We're also going to review the '76 remake, uh, and then of course the new Kong Skull Island. So the trivia for King Kong 1933, uh, directors were Marion C. Cooper and Ernest B. Shodsack. I guess, I guess they all used their middle initials back in those days. Uh, and this is weird. It said both of whom were uncredited, so I'm not quite sure that was the case, but or why that was the case, but I guess uh, credits were done differently back then as well. Uh, writers were James Creelman and Ruth Rose. The Laserdisc edition of this film includes the first ever audio commentary. That's a pretty big deal. This film, along with Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs and Laurel and Hardy movies, were thought to be Adolf Hitler's favorites. That's a in fun his, fact. In his, <laughs> fun fact. In his 2013 book, The Collaboration, Hollywood's Pact with Hitler, <laughs> Harvard scholar Ben Irwan documents how George Gisling, the Nazi Party's special consul, Assigned to monitor Hollywood films, thought this scary monster ape might possibly be an attack on the nerves of the German people. But there are other examples where Nazi leaders privately liked and consumed works of art they condemned and censored in public. Kind of sounds like North Korea now. Yeah. And the title character, King Kong, does not appear until 47 minutes into the picture. Uh, Brian, you saw this one, right? Uh, yes. What'd you think? Um, you know... This was my first time actually viewing the whole thing entirely. I've always seen like bits and parts of it. Um, I actually had fun with this one. Um, there was a few things that kind of irritated me, but overall, like the effects was kind of neat to say, you know, the least because of what they had to work with in the thirties. Right. Mm -hmm. I, and, um, one of the things that really bothered me was the main, uh, what was, uh, I got her name here. Uh, Fay Ray? 
favorite? Yes. I thought she was fucking horrible. Oh man, I couldn't dis I couldn't disagree with you more, dude. That's nineteen thirty three, dude. Well, I'll tell you one thing: she was gorgeous. Oh, absolutely! But all she did was scream. That's all she did, and I didn't buy the romance between her and um, the one character the uh, that that was on the ship. John, uh, what's his? I can't remember his last name. I've, I've seen all the movies, and the names are, are different in every single one. <laughs> um, I, di- I didn't buy it. It happened okay. too quickly because there was one right. scene where when it just seemed like he wanted to smack her in the mouth just for being a woman on the ship, <laughs> and then the next minute he was madly in love with her. And <laughs> oh yeah, crazy, man. <laughs> well yeah, it and and, and I you know I got to kind of give it a pass because it's 1933, right. but like yeah, yeah, I I see what you're saying because yeah. there's one scene where he's like, you know. I think I love you. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was. I mean, don't get me wrong. I've seen. I I, I also watched the 2005 one, right? Oh, and nice. that one, that romance actually kind of happens a little, a little not as quick, but also it just kind of left me scratching my head. I was like, nothing happened between you two to have this, you know, love for each other, mm-hmm. and um, but I don't want to speak about the 2005 one. That one. <laughs> Listen, um, see, <laughs> but, uh, that's my 1933 voice. But I thought, spot on, man. For 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 it being 1933, I thought the effects were really cool. I thought some of them were kind of funny. I don't think they mm-hmm. meant to be funny, right? Um, one of the funniest scenes is I think is a uh, a scene in all of them where he always mistakes the girl for another girl, and he always ends up yeah. throwing that girl when he figures out it's not the right one. Yeah, they they, they yeah. bring that up again. That's that that's that's definitely a high point of the King Kong series for sure. But I definitely like this one. Um, except you didn't really get that sympathy for Kong that you do in the other movies. True. In this one, it just he was just a monster, right? And um, kind of don't like that part. I always like the the sympathy that you know he was taken from his 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 home and was captive and you know he's just be just fucked with the entire movie and now getting a chance to watch this this original in this entirety i kind of just didn't like how there was just not any kind of sympathy for him at all mm-hmm. they didn't portray his side enough yeah but um overall um i enjoyed it for the most part yeah, I'm I'm gonna have a little bit of a different different impression of it, man. I uh I actually I actually really enjoyed this one quite a bit. And I thought that the um you know, you're you're talking about first of all, it's about an hour and a half long movie. All right. The seventy six uh movie was what, two and a half hours? So I think so. Yeah, I mean it fleshed was it? out yeah, yeah, it fleshed it out about long. another hour worth of stuff. <laughs> I'm easily gonna I'm easily gonna forgive the uh you know, what you were referring to as you know, felt like they just kind of hated each other and then fell in love. Because, I mean, there's no telling how long they were out on that ship. You know, and it's a movie, dude. They're not going to show every single thing that happens. I mean, I, I was able to get past that. Um, I thought the special effects, considering when this thing came out, were fucking phenomenal. When you consider that yeah. this is, what, about eight years after there was even any sound in movies? You this know, film was almost 100 years old, man. It, it's, it's getting get, there. It's getting on it's it. It's getting there. Yeah. Absolutely. I thought, I thought Fay Ray was great, man. I mean, I thought 
Look, man, it was a different culture back then. Women were expected to just basically do nothing but scream and be helpless and wait for the the man well, to save it, them. You know, it wasn't even just that. Just watching all because I've I've been King Kong all week with all these movies, just King Kong after King Kong, right. and her portrayal of Anne. She's her. She played it kind of like she was dumb, a little naive to everything. And you don't, I don't know. She just and you, and you don't think that. That, uh, that that in the seventy six version that, that that vibe was there too. <laughs> I oh, took wait, her. Wait till I can start on that one. <laughs> yeah, I, I have I have a different take on that one. All I right, wouldn't call cool. her dumb or naive. Uh, I would call I would, her on X the entire movie. <laughs> exactly. I thought she was even okay. We're not into into that movie yet. We'll right? get to there. <laughs> but all, all I say about her portrayal in the seventy six one, I felt like she was in her own little dream world that was in her head constantly. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a, that's a good way all to right, say it. Fair enough. But. Go ahead, man. But yeah, it, that that was another thing. I I'm, I I don't think I just I completely just hated the character, the way she played it. Right. Yeah. I mean, I I, I look at this movie. I, first of all, I wasn't expecting it to be. I wasn't expecting to enjoy it nearly as much as I did because I've I've seen it a few times, but it's been many years, and I don't know if I've seen the whole thing through either until this one. But it, it was just a rollicking adventure from start to finish. I just I was I was really incredibly impressed with what they pulled off considering what little things they had to work with in the you know in studios back then and special effects and whatnot i i thought it was a great story i thought it was great fun i love the fact that that there were like three different fucking monsters that he killed to protect her i I really enjoyed that and i kind of like the stop motion look kind of like claymation a little bit that's sort of like uh reminds you of gumby or something kind of a a more, uh-huh. a more innocent time. I really got. I really got a kick out of this. What'd you think, Philip? Yeah, I. Uh, I like the stop motion thing because it's a little creepier to me. Uh, it always has been, and this is King Kong is one of my childhood favorites. For some reason or another, we had uh, the original version of King Kong laying around when I was a kid. So I've seen this movie a thousand times, and I was really excited about watching it again. It seems like it's longer than it is because it's from 1933. Right. There's not a ton of dialogue in it. It's just about, I think it's about the special effects. Because at that time, those special effects have got to be on point. Because this movie holds up surprisingly well. Uh, I really loved it. I mean... I can't hold it to the same standards as uh, like a movie that came out today. Like, I mean, obviously, if I see this movie come out today, it's terrible. But looking on when it came out, man, that is that is a masterpiece. It's held up. We're still watching it now. And this movie came out in 1933. Is there another movie that came out before 1960 that we would even talk about on this show? I mean, except maybe like Nosferatu or some shit. Because I think it was King Kong is about it, man. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that they did a they did a really good job on it. I see what you're saying with the uh, uh, with the love story, but yeah, I can look past that too because they only had a short amount of time to make it happen, um, and they just needed a reason for him to go after the girl. Obviously, he's in love with her is a good reason to go after the girl. So the next scene, they say, "Hey, I love you." See. <laughs> <laughs> Just like they that, went from right? there. That's how yeah. quickly they fell in love back then, huh? <laughs> Pretty much. 
<laughs> she was yeah. probably 13. <laughs> you guys are ready, ready for Ray? I'll tell you what, she what, what, she has, Faye, Faye Ray definitely has what back in those days they would refer to as gams. You know what that means? Gams. <laughs> she, had, she had the legs, boy. She's got the legs. Yeah, buddy. She was kicking them too and screaming That's hard. Right. She was a, she was the very first screen queen. <laughs> ah, it's a good way to look at it. Well, what? Uh, yeah, I guess you guys are ready for ratings, right? Yeah, let's yeah. Do it. Uh, I think I went first. Um, I am going to give this a seven. Like I said, um, this bad. was my first full viewing. Of I've only seen bits and parts, but I enjoyed it right. all the way through, except for the lead character, Faye Ray is her name. Right. Yeah. I just I just completely hated her. And I may I add how King Kong is a freak. <laughs> did you guys did you guys did you guys check the scene where he was like rubbing her and then smelling his fingers and oh, sure. And ripping his clothes off? I'm still yeah. trying to figure out the uh <laughs> the physics of that. Like he barely fits in she barely fits in his hand. Right. I mean, I guess, you know, just from what they show in the movie, maybe he's hung like a human. And his his gigantic monkey fingers would squash it. And so he has to have this wife. <laughs> My oh, mind is sick. Oh, boy. Wow. You're really, uh, you're going out there. But I'm going to give it a seven. Will they allude to this whole sexual thing right. from 1933 to 1976 to even the new one? And I'm like, oh, they. how would that even to... work? That doesn't they don't make allude. They don't to allude to it. They don't allude to it in the 76 one. Oh, yeah. Well, she was probably ready for it in the 76. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get to that. But, okay. Uh, who's next? I think Lance, you're next. Yeah, I give it I give it an 8 on 10, man. I think it holds up really well. I just, I'm, I'm just blown away by how how good it looked and how cool the story was and, and just the sense of adventure that I got watching it, considering yeah. what, again, considering what they had to work with. Yeah, I, uh, I, I kind of have a hard time rating this because it... it do you look at it? I mean, because when it came out, it had to be 10. I mean, had to be because it still holds up and it's still good. Um, but looking at it today, I think I have to I, I think I have to go six. Like, would our general audience want to watch this? Man, you really got to be a movie buff. Of course, if you're listening to a movie podcast, eh, I might want to check it out. Um, but it definitely holds up a lot better than I expected it to. Um, it was still really fun to watch. Uh, the special effects were, you know, not too far off from the 70s one. And, uh, you know, that was 40 years earlier. So uh, I think it was a great movie, man. It was it was uh, it was it was really fun to watch. All right. So jumping ahead 43 years, we go to uh, the 1976 version of King Kong. Director was John Gillerman. Also known for The Towering Inferno and King Kong Lives. Brian, you heard of that one? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Fucking horrible movie. <laughs> Writer was Lorenzo Simple Jr., also known for Flash Gordon and the original Batman TV series. So that guy's written some good stuff. Uh, employees of the Empire State Building expressed their displeasure at the producer's decision to stage the remake's climax at the World Trade Center by picketing the 102nd floor of the Empire State Building dressed in monkey suits. So they weren't too happy about that. Filming took an exhausting 12-hour-a-day, 8-month shoot from January 76 to August 76. 
The New York Climax was filmed in June, with a casting call sent out for 5,000 extras needed. Come time for filming, over 30,000 people showed up and were gladly used. And King Kong does not appear until nearly 53 minutes into the film. I haven't watched this one probably as many times as you guys have. My my King Kong intro was that 1933 version. But I've seen this one before and I remember it. I don't remember it vividly. Um, but after going back and watch it, man, it was uh, it was definitely a lot of fun. They showed a lot more of uh, King Kong's like empathy. Uh, so you wanted to feel for the ape. Um, I thought that uh, the ch- the chick in it was super <laughs> cute and flirty. But yeah, dude. Jessica I mean, Lange. we got to we got to talk about Jessica Lang. Yeah, she was uh, super super cute and flirty, but she was right. like w- went from flirty to slutty there for a minute because, like, you know, she's on a boat with a bunch of sailors, and right. she comes out and like these Daisy Dukes and this shirt that barely covers, uh, like she's got under boobs hanging out, you know? Yeah, <laughs> All right. they they give her and clothes she's to wear. Around, like, Okay. Yeah. yeah they give they give her clothes to wear, and she just cuts them to the skimpiest little fucking <laughs> nothing. Walking yeah, around was, talking about what's your sign? Yeah. <laughs> well, it was definitely uh, they had some free love and stuff going on. Um, I loved I loved Jeff Bridges in this movie, man. <laughs> I, I, he's I think he's one of my favorite guys now. Right. Uh, but yeah, and she seemed like she was just stoned out of her mind the whole time that she was doing this movie but she was hot dude it was 1976 i know right (laughs) but she was hot and uh i I totally bought their connection and uh and and i liked that um it was it was really good one man i think it may be my my favorite cool of the of the kong series so far yeah, I really, I really like the way that they modernized the story, making it a petroleum exploration thing, and right. that was actually, you know, of course, even now, even even to this day, obviously, you know, if if you made a King Kong movie now, it it might have that storyline or something because they're they're still always looking for new places to drill. But at that time, I think that was during the uh, the gas shortages when they were like kind of rationing gas and stuff like that. Oh yeah, I don't know if you guys have ever seen the old the old footage of the seventy mid seventies when they were like, you know, you would see cars like uh, twenty and thirty deep waiting to get gas at the gas station. Yeah, even uh-huh. number days and odd number days and all that. Mm-hmm. Yep. So you know, obviously that had a lot to do with. I really I really enjoyed that twist. Uh, yeah, Jeff Bridges was great. I mean, there. What can you say about him? Charles Grodin was Charles Grodin, an asshole as always. <laughs> yeah, yeah he um, was. I had forgotten that Odo from Deep Space Nine was on here. Rene Abergenos. I thought he was oh, pretty good. Oh, is that him? And oh he my was, god, uh, <laughs> laughing, laughing his ass off. Every every fucking thing Charles Grodin said, the exact opposite would happen, and like almost I know. immediately. And then oh, Rene was just over there laughing his ass off at I him. I was like, <laughs> oh man, <laughs> he's gonna shoot that guy. You better watch it. <laughs> <laughs> right. You're poking the uh, poking the monster. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I thought it was I thought it was really really well done. I like the way that they. Um, I mean, look, it was obviously cheesy. Um, there's no doubt about it. I had forgotten that this movie took place during the bicentennial, and I really liked the way that they kind of you know they kind of included that in it. Like it was a King Kong bicentennial celebration. You know, Kong brought mm. to you by Petrox. Um, I, I liked all those aspects of it. So yeah, I really I really enjoyed the movie. 
Plus, they stayed really true to the original. <laughs> they had, there were a lot of scenes that were straight out of the 1933. Which was really cool to see. Yeah. I really enjoyed that. What would you think, Brian? Um, I don't think I enjoyed this as much as you guys did. Uh, the Some of the special effects were a little hard to watch. <laughs> and compared compared to 1933 they hadn't made much progress huh <laughs> but i also did like the the little bit of a story change you know with looking for the oil mm-hmm. and um yeah um jessica lang she definitely played a different role than uh, the pre- previous Faye ray cuz this chick was completely in her own world most of the movie and yeah sexualized to the to the max because that that weird bathing scene that she had with Kong. Do you guys oh, remember yeah. that scene? Oh, yeah. with the waterfall. He was, he was blowing her dry and everything. Yeah, yeah like that in, in ecstasy, like big ass hair dryer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and she's just like closing her eyes and blowing her hair in the wind like she's on a fucking photo shoot or some shit. <laughs> right. Yeah, that was really weird. <laughs> <laughs> weird that's a word for it <laughs> um i really like uh jeff bridges in this one he had a a, a mccready thing going from uh the thing his okay. whole look okay yeah uh, um yeah I, I bought their relationship a little bit better because you actually got a few scenes in here and there of their but, time on the boat yeah, you got a you got a montage yeah, yeah. They had chemistry man that was like that was reminding me of some good times, you know. <laughs> right. Hey, it was. Uh, did you did you guys catch the Titanic moment there when they were at the front? I thought there for a minute he was going to stand up and say, "I'm the king of the world." <laughs> I missed that one. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, I just, with those little things there, uh, kind of just threw me off. This her her portrayal of this. I don't know. So so far in these King Kong movies, I'm not liking the leading lady at all mm-hmm. they all look nice so was was i the only one at the end that was wondering how the fuck she got down from the top of the world trade center down to the ground when he fell uh, <laughs> yeah i don't know how i don't know this like i said this movie kind of movie magic <laughs> <laughs> there okay. you go all right, well, we'll leave it at that. <laughs> Brian, what what else were you going to say, man? Not a whole lot, man. Honestly, <laughs> I don't I, I don't really like this movie. Not the best, huh? It was no. just long. It was so long. Yeah, it was definitely maybe that long. Was fun, it. but it was long. Mhm. It was yeah, maybe that was it was a little too long and and I don't know. There was just some weird scenes going on in this movie. Just kind of like maybe I I kind of felt Jessica Lange and King Kong's chemistry more than Jeff Bridges and mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah it was it was kind of it they was definitely kind of almost, had some it was almost a but love I, story there for a while but I will say with that weirdness I got I kind of got that that sympathy for Kong that I didn't get in the first one yeah I can see that but I can see where they were trying to pull some sympathy for Kong in the first one and his big dumb smiley face. <laughs> right. Are you guys ready for ratings? Yeah, yeah. let's do that one. Uh, I guess I went first. Uh, I'm gonna give this one uh, an eight. I think it's still worth watching. Um, I really enjoyed it. It's definitely mm-hmm. long, but if you've if you're looking for the King Kong movie to watch, this is gonna be the one. It's classic. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, uh, I'll, I'll give it a seven. I didn't like it as much as the original, but uh, I, def- I definitely enjoyed it. I like the over-the-top campiness of it, and I really like the fact that they, they did flesh out another hour of uh, story. Brian? I give it a four on ten. Ouch. I oh, didn't wow. like this movie. I wow. hated the special effects. I like Jeff Bridges. Um, I liked a little bit of a story change um, to the main plot, but overall, I, I was I was completely bored watching this movie and confused right. with with the with the sexual tension between her and King Kong. I was just <laughs> kind of weirded out. So yeah, four out of ten. Wow, brutal. Okay, well, I think on that note, <laughs> I think I think it was ready, offensive. Uh, <laughs> I think we're all ready for Skull Island, right? <laughs> yeah. All right. Director was uh, Jordan Vote or Jordan Vote Roberts, also known for The Kings of Summer and not much else, <laughs> which was a pretty pretty good little uh, pretty good little independent film. But how he went from The Kings of Summer to to this. I guess they latched some producer latched onto the word king and thought he'd be good directing King Kong. I don't know. Have you guys well, seen that, the Kings of Summer? Yeah, it's a good it's a good coming of age uh, comedy. I liked it. I think but, that's just the that's the trend now. The snatching up these um, young up and coming producer or directors and giving them a right. shot. Yeah, well we've we've talked about that before. Uh, writers Dan Gilroy, Max Borenstein, and Derek Conley, all of whom have too many writing credits to name here. <laughs> well, it sounds like the writers probably <laughs> took control over uh, the directing, too. Right. The poster for the IMAX release of Kong Skull Island is an homage to the iconic poster for Apocalypse Now. The outfit worn by John Goodman replicates the outfit worn by Robert Armstrong as Carl Denham in King Kong. Did you notice that, Brian? Yes, I did. This will be the. I didn't, but it was good. And the final piece of trivia: this will be the first of two movies in 2017 that actor and stuntman Terry Notary will be motion capturing an ape. His second film will be War for the Planet of the Apes, where he plays the ape Rocket. He previously motion captured Rocket and, and Rise, and also Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. So, who's gonna stab at this one first, guys? I think I'll go first. Um... I had a lot of fun with this movie. Um, we didn't act, actually. This is the first one out of the movies we're re, uh, reviewing that we didn't have to wait almost an hour to sing, see Kong. Right. We see him within the first five minutes. Um, Literally. <laughs> uh, another little change to the story. I also liked, uh, you know, freshen things up. Um, I thought the beginning was a little long before. We actually got into some stuff, but when we got into it, um, like I said, I had a lot of fun with the action. Um, yeah. I thought mo- majority of the cast was good. Um, yeah, I had a lot of fun, and I kind of liked that, um, what was her name, Brie Larson? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That we weren't going to get this kind of damsel in distress. Right. Uh love interest of King Kong. I, I, I like, like I said, I like the overall change in the story and I, I'm interested to see where this uh, franchise is going. Yeah. I think it was a, it was a complete reboot, you know, more than anything because it didn't really, I mean, there were some throwbacks to the original Kong, uh, but very few. And uh, it, it 
was really just almost a completely different story with the exception of them being on Skull Island and how did they get there and these monsters are still there. Um, I really enjoyed it, man. It was it was a fun movie to watch through and through, and I'm really excited about this whole uh, Kong Godzilla franchise uh, that they've got going now. I think um, everybody did great in it. Uh, what's that dude? What's that dude? John C. Riley uh, was awesome. He took over the show. Him and Samuel L. Jackson were amazing. Uh, Tom Hiddleston was good. Brie Larson was good. John Goodman, uh, as always, is great. Um, I, there really weren't a whole lot of people in this movie that irritated me. Uh, there was that one young guy, but he was funny most of the time. So I'll take that. Oh, the guy that spoiler, just this minor one little minor spoiler. The guy that he looked way too young to be in the military. Yeah, the one that looked like he was like a fifteen-year-old little white dude with the. He's got like a. A Rambo bandana tied around his head. Yeah, he looked like he was playing <laughs> war, not in war. Yeah, yeah, he was he was funny, and they kind of overdid it on him, and then the uh, the the token funny black dude that they had. Oh, Easy uh, E. Yeah, that <laughs> yeah, was Easy E from Straight Outta Compton. Okay, <laughs> and and uh, wow. yeah, John John Goodman's partner was uh, Doctor Dre. Oh wow, I didn't even realize yeah. that. <laughs> So yeah, so Easy E was uh was a little bit <laughs> was a little bit over the top. I felt like uh every joke was about the same that came out of his mouth. Um and that the the little 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 white dude kind of irritated me about on the same level because I, both of them had a lot of really funny moments, but it was like uh that's that's a little too much sugar for for one sitting, you know. <laughs> that's a, I guess a good way to put it. Yeah. But uh, John C. Riley, man, boy, that dude is incredible. I love him and everything he does. He's funny. Yeah, I, I actually was really surprised. I thought that was my one fear that he was just going to be a little too over the top funny. Yeah, but he actually wasn't. You know, yeah, he's great, man. I loved every line that came out of his li- out of his mouth. Yeah, he was definitely the best actor in the movie, in my opinion. Um, you got anything else to to say, Phil? Before we. Because nah. I'm sure we're going to cover a lot more in spoilers, right? I think that was it. I mean, Kong is a lot bigger in this okay. one, which is cool. I like it. Um, bad guys were, were pretty good. They were, you know, lizard, dinosaur-like. All right. Well, I mean, I've got – first of all, I, I will say this, Brian. Uh, hope, hopefully you don't think I'm trying to, like, you know, read your mind or anything. But I, oh. something tells me when we get into spoilers there may be a stupid person or two. There might be. Maybe. Or Maybe. 15. <laughs> All right. Well, here's here's what I'll here's what I'll say about this movie. Um, I really liked the battle scenes. There were a lot of really cool monster special effects. Uh, there was more than I expected, and the violence. The you know PG thirteen, so it didn't get too too gory. But the violence that was there, I, I I really enjoyed that. There were some great action sequences. I mean, obviously they spent a ton of money on this movie. There's no doubt. Um, and I don't know how much Budweiser paid them for product placement, but I'm sure it was a pretty penny considering how many Budweiser bottles popped up in this movie. But, um, yeah, I think this would have made a really, really great, uh, 20 minute Disney world or, or universal studios, um, you know, interactive movie or something like that. If they had only taken the monster battle scenes and pretty much left out this horrible, horrible story. Um, I did not enjoy this movie at all, guys. I gotta tell you, 
I mean, I thought that, I mean, Brie Larson, what happened to you? My God, you win the Oscar for Best Actress and now you're doing this shit? Give me a break. Who in the fuck has ever seen a photographer that ever, whenever you talk about a fucking monster pops up, she's not taking pictures? I mean, what the hell That's is a good she point. doing? I thought, yeah. Hiddleston, I thought Hiddleston, you want to talk about over the top. That scene early on when they first meet him and he's in the bar uh, and he just takes those three guys out like that, I thought that was silly looking. I didn't think it made any sense. <laughs> I, I thought it. Samuel L. Jackson was, all right, Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> Way over the top. <laughs> well, yeah, but Samuel L. Jackson pulls that shit off, man. I'll watch him in anything he's in right now. Yeah, all right. So there, And there's some things that happen early that I'll talk about later because I don't want to spoil anything. Um, and I and I hate to throw a wet blanket on it. You know, it's not like I said. There's some great special effects. It was a fun. It was a very fun ride at the movie yeah. theater for sure. Very fun ride. Had this been a 20 minute interactive Disney World thing, and I was on vacation, and you know maybe in 3D or something, I would have fucking loved it. Uh, probably would have given it a 10 as far as that type of thing goes. But as far as the storyline, the characters, with the exception of John C. Riley, who I really did like, but. Just not impressed, guys. Not impressed at all. You, you guys ready for ratings? Uh, yeah, let's do it. I will give it a 7.5. That's pretty good. I thought the movie was fun. I love the special effects. I love all the interactions with Kongs. I, uh, I even love the, the different creatures you got on the, on the Skull Island. It was a lot fucking better than that peter jackson bullshit that i watched the other day <laughs> and yep. heads up to anybody who's gonna watch it do not watch the extended version oh my god there's an extended version three hours and 20 minutes long Fuck my life and what i the have hell? no idea what is the extra scenes in that movie it's just, it just goes on and on mm-hmm. but anyways i had no problem with anybody in this movie as far as acting. Um, Brie Larson probably maybe could have had something to do in the movie, but you know, maybe that's the minor thing right there, but overall yeah. I enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. Alright, uh, I'm I'm right there with you, man. I'm going to give it a seven and a half too. I think, uh, I, 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 I do kind of wish that Brie Larson had a bigger part in it um, because you need to have that main heroine when you're doing a Kong movie. Um, uh, everybody else I really liked, uh, I, it was a little over the top. Tom Hiddleston was, I can see that. Uh, one thing I've learned is if the world ever goes to shit, I need a samurai sword because then (laughs) everything that ever happens, that's the weapon that prevails. So, (laughs) so next to my things to buy. Um, aside from that, man, I, I thought it was really good. Uh, it was, it was super fun. And I'm looking forward to the whole Godzilla thing and uh, and bringing Kong back into the universe. I think it's the best Kong movie they've done in 40 years. So that's saying a lot. There you man. go. Yeah. Saying a lot, but then again, that's probably true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Well, uh, I guess I'll be the one this time, uh, Brian. I think you you scored. Uh, didn't didn't you score one of them a four on ten? Yes, I did. All right. Well, this one's mine. This is uh, this is one I'm going to give a four out of ten, and that's just simply Ouch. because I just thought that the story, just the story, was so convoluted. I don't know how much of that had to do with having three different writers. I don't know exactly how that dynamic would even work, but uh, I don't know, man. To me, it was overblown. It was over the top. It was there obvious product placement throughout that was just gross looking. I thought. 
Um, the characters, I didn't like anybody too much, except for, of course, John C. Riley. And, uh, I mean, I didn't even... I, I love John Goodman, and I did not even fucking like him in this movie, which really disturbed oh, me. And I gotta say... I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but... The the uh the, I like the natives in this movie because they're out in the middle of like the South Pacific somewhere. Right. Yeah, and they 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 made sense. Yeah, in all the other movies, they're like some weird African tribe that ran randomly ended up on this island in the Pacific, which makes no chance, no sense at all. Right. <laughs> but in this one, they actually right. looked like they were you know Pacific Islanders, and they had uh, all the. Uh, like writing on their face, it looks super cool. I thought that was neat. The All set, right, so the setup was good. It was big budget, obviously. Then it, okay, so we get through the setup. So let's get into spoilers. Fair enough. Yep. Yep. This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. All right. Who wants? Who wants to go first here? Uh, can I pose a question since we're in spoilers? Sure. Is it a stupid uh, people question? No. Um, I'm a, actually, I'm going to let Lance uh, try to figure out what where, where my stupid people section is in the movie. But my question is, um, is Kong big enough to fight Godzilla? Because do you guys remember the size of Godzilla? Yeah, and I thought they were going to, they were supposed to make this this Kong much bigger, which you could tell he was a little bit bigger. But when uh, Brie Larson was in his hand, you can still kind of see that he wasn't really that much larger than the... It's like in some shots he looked really towering, and in certain shots he didn't look that big. Did you guys get that vibe too? Yeah. Mm, Not as much in this one as I did in the others. I think in this one he was like way huger. And when Brie Larson was in his hand, I mean, she was like a fucking ant in the palm of his hand. I didn't see that. I thought thought she she, looked a lot bigger. She didn't take up his whole palm like you know right. like he does in the other ones. Well, that's yeah. I, just, I I was just wondering because he Godzilla in the Godzilla movie. If that's if they're not going to change anything, if that's you know the starting point for this whole shared universe, he was fucking massive compared to King Kong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I think Godzilla's got to be bigger. I don't know, man. Everything I was hearing was that uh, when this movie came out, they were going to make Kong the exact same size of of Godzilla. Which, you know, in the classic films is obviously he's like one, you know, maybe one tenth the size or something. Is that about uh, right? I've seen it online. You guys might have seen this. There's a there's a some kind of a website where someone does monster sizes like the okay. I think they start with the the uh, the alien and go all the way up uh, to Godzilla or something like that. But like they show Clo- how big Cloverfield is, how big Godzilla is, how big and Kong, yeah, Kong looks looks just like a tiny little runt compared to Godzilla in the in the classic film universe. Yeah, because so, yeah, in the classic movies, he's just like a, not a whole lot bigger than just a giant person. Yeah, he climbed the buildings and everything like it was a tree or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I don't know, man. It's I, to me, it seemed like his size kept changing, but maybe that was, you know, maybe I was just kind of pissed off at that point because I wasn't, you know, enjoying the movie as much as I thought I was going to. I, yeah. I guess that could have something to do with it. Yeah, and um, back to what you were saying about John Goodman, I don't think he was his character was meant to be liked in this movie. Well, but it's not even like I really disliked him. It's just like I was indifferent, man. I just didn't oh, think okay. he did that great of a job in this. And I was trying to remember who his uh, who who the guy that was with him was. Uh, I guess a fellow scientist or whatever. And so that was Doctor Dre, huh? 
Yeah, and also he's on the new new 24. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Now I get it. Yeah. I think maybe. All right. I think maybe John Goodman didn't have a big enough role in this movie, even though he's the one that kind of started it out. He didn't really play a part once they got onto the island. He was just yeah. There. I, I thought he was gonna have more of a part there, especially yeah. when he was break breaking down his whole uh, motive and why he's been doing this for so long. Oh, I know. Yeah, I was waiting for and something then, big to happen. Yeah, and then he gets eaten. And yeah, that's the he, end of that story. I was really surprised when he died. <laughs> but yeah, uh, how did you guys I feel? Was too. That, was, that was a that was a pretty rough death, huh? <laughs> he just yeah. looked up and oop. <laughs> There was a lot of pretty. I, I was really surprised. There was a lot of gruesome kills in this movie. There, yeah, there really were. I enjoyed all that. That, that don't yeah, get me wrong. I like that part of the movie. Especially the giant spider. Uh, yes, yeah, that's what I was just spider. about to say. Oh, that was super cool. Because I, I, I didn't, spider. I didn't understand what was happening. Because I right. thought he stepped on a booby trap or somebody right. threw a spear or something. But then I seen how big it was, and I was like, "What is going on?" Yeah, and then you look up, and it's it's the spider's leg, and I'm just like, wow. Yeah, that I I thought thought, was really neat. Okay, so that scene where um, I'm kind of jumping way forward, but that scene where Brie Larson is standing on the edge, and and Kong comes up to her, and she touches his nose, and you get some of that sympathy for Kong, you know? Yes, for sure. I really, I really felt that scene. I really liked it. I felt like I got the feeling of what kind of power that she was touching when she touched Kong. It wasn't just a an actor touching a green screen, which is probably what it actually was. But and, <laughs> and you know what? It it didn't need to be anything more than that scene. Mm-hmm. You didn't need to like you know they were in love with each other or you know Kong. You know they I like how they portrayed Kong. He was a protector. Yeah, I, I really like that. I, I'm I'm totally rooting for his character. I can't wait until uh, he he joins the cast of the whole Godzilla thing. I was kind of glad when he smashed the shit out of Samuel L. Jackson, which pains me to say because I love Samuel L. Jackson. And we we almost got his line too. <laughs> what I don't want what do you, no motherfucking what do you apes say? on this motherfucking island or what? <laughs> No, he was uh he was about to hit the detonator and he's about to say um motherfucker. Ah, okay. Oh yeah. <laughs> but I knew I knew he wasn't going to get it because right. it's not R rated and John C Riley had already dropped a F bomb early in the movie. Yeah, ah. that was the one that was the one F bomb, right? That they were allowed. But I really enjoyed his John C Riley's character. I thought he was funny. I I liked the scene where he was telling them they were a good bunch of boys. You're a good bunch of boys to die with. You should. You really should have come <laughs> well, here. We're all gonna die right. today. Yeah. That was cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he played. He played a perfect mix of like being on the island for you know the thirty plus years or whatever that he'd been there. So he was kind of crazy. <laughs> it was great, man. <laughs> I, th- I thought man, he was perfect. We put a man on the moon. What did you guys just leave him there? Leave him there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he was. I, I liked I liked that they brought a little bit of modern day into it too. Like the very first scene out of the gate was, uh, you know, Washington's never going to get any more messed up than this, and it oh, had like I you know, noticed the, <laughs> the the uh, the people protesting the Vietnam War out in front of the White House and all that, and then right. uh, 
And then at the end, they show uh, John C. Riley, and he comes home, and uh, and I guess they show him when he's an old man, and the Cubbies finally win because the Cubs are his team. That's what he's been talking about <laughs> the whole movie. So I thought one that thing, was- one thing I thought was a complete throwaway was uh, Toby Kevill's whole deal with him being alone, right? Because it just I don't know. It, it was just he was silly, he, wasn't it? Yeah, it was prize not when many. He died. Yeah, not very many scenes of him out there alone, and then he just dies. Oh, yeah, yeah. AJ. While we were watching the movie, AJ kept saying, oh, no, don't let him die. Don't let him die. <laughs> well, especially since sudden... they kept talking about Dear Billy, which was, you know, his kid, the Dear Billy. I mean, I guess it was right. so that you had some sort of feeling for him when he died. Sure. Uh, so it kind of pulled your heartstrings a little bit. But, but yeah, I was kind of surprised when he went, too. I was like, wow, that he, was – he I didn't figured really... he would make it. <laughs> Yeah, after he got out on his own, he didn't do anything. No, he, he walked, sat on like, a weird stick and got eaten. Yeah, it was like the first movie of Lord of the Rings. He was just walking and walking. And then he shoots like a, a tree bug or whatever it was. And then he turns around and gets eaten. And that's that's end of that. You know, it's kind of like with the John Goodman. <laughs> I didn't understand. You know, you, you kind of built him up. Like John Goodman, you right. built him up with his wanting to find these creatures that you know sank his ship when 30 years ago and then with uh toby kevill you built him up with the you know like you said with the billy thing yeah and he walked around and didn't do anything and then died i I was just that probably i probably should have brought that up but yeah that was another thing i had a problem with i get dropping the main characters you know because game of thrones and uh walking dead have done it so well where they kill off main characters Right, but man, they build them up for so long, and and you really feel for them. And then when you lose them, it's like you're empty. And uh, this, you know, in a movie, you don't really have time to do that. It was like when Steven Seagal went in uh, Air Force One, you know, and it was in his only scene in the whole effing movie. <laughs> <laughs> and so it was like, oh, well, that sucked. <laughs> it was the only, uh, you know, it, it, right. it wasn't. Oh, I can't believe he died. It was ah. Uh, that sucks. I kind of wish he was in the movie more. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, any uh, anything else you guys want? You guys want to talk about the stinger at all, and what that's going to mean for the future of these movies, or what you guys think it's going to mean? Is this going to be another failed attempt, like the Universal Monsters thing? You guys think, or you think they're going to um, be able to pull this off? Is I the Universal say, Monsters a failed attempt? Yeah, I was going to say I so can't far, say they are. Yeah. We have, it hasn't started. That's what I'm saying. I thought they were supposed to start it with that uh, Dracula Unbound or whatever. No, it's going to be the mummy. Uh, All right. That's not what I heard originally, man. I heard that Uh, they had originally meant for the other Dracula to be the first one. Oh, they did, but they they changed that. That's okay. He's not even going to be Dracula. He's not even going to be Dracula in the movie. So Um, it wasn't a bad movie, but it wasn't awesome. I don't know. <laughs> I I'm I'm pumped because the next one we're getting is Godzilla two, right. which that one we're we're getting more monsters in that one. Um, I'm optimistic. I'm I'm really pulling for this to work out because I I want to see Kong and Godzilla throw down. Yeah, and I want it. I want it to be epic. Right or teamwork versus like- Mothra. Yeah. Yeah, I like oh, the that's a possibility. I like the whole setup at the end. I like how uh, Dr. Dre and uh, the other the other chick, uh, the monarch thing. I like that whole thing. 
where it was like a secret, you know, government. Oh, yeah. I did. I like that. And I like the whole, I like the storyline behind it where they have this whole hollow earth theory. And there's all these giant monsters that live underground and they're just dormant. I just thought of something. Is this going to, is the, is Godzilla 2 going to be set closer to the time period of King Kong? That's what I was trying to figure out. That that what was another thing that bothered me, guys, was that the the uh, Godzilla movie was in modern day, and then and now they go back to this, and it was like in Vietnam era, and now they're supposed to have a King Kong versus Godzilla, but yet in the Godzilla movie they didn't they didn't uh, the Americans didn't realize he existed when because, they first learned about him. So, like, what the fuck's going on here? Because if King Kong and Godzilla throw down before Godzilla, the first Godzilla takes place, that would just lead me to believe that Godzilla won. <laughs> <Right>. Good point. <laughs> That's so, a good point, man. <laughs> I, I'm, like I said, I'm, I'm optimistic. Well, because they said that they weren't oh, going to say man. anything. So it, it may be a totally different cast, you know? Okay, well, I hate and to tell you. kept it for years. Yeah, I hate, I, hate to say, I hate to say this, guys, but uh, I hope I'm proven wrong. I just, I just don't think that this, this franchise is going to make a whole lot of sense. But then again, I guess that's part of the fun of these giant monster movies, you know? Just sit back. I, I, I should have done that. Just sat back more, just enjoy. They'll at least get three or four movies it. in there. I think. Yeah, it's it's kind of like how I'm a, I'm a throwing a different movie here that has monsters. Uh, Pacific Rim. Okay, I like a lot that of people. One. Yeah, a, a lot of people. I love that movie. A lot of people didn't like the story, and I'm like, you didn't really need that much of a story. It's giant robots fighting giant monsters you know that's right. pretty much all i needed out of out of that kind of movie i don't need the point you know uh, i don't need a, i don't need the yeah. movie to win best writing you know at the oscars or anything so <laughs> Fair enough. i don't i don't know like i kind of feel like this movie was a step up from godzilla so i, I yeah i, I thought I'm, so th- th- this is what i'm hoping i'm hoping as they go along the movies will get better and better and the story will tighten up this that, was this was. I don't even remember the last Godzilla. To be honest with you, I think this is a heads and tails above above well, that one. Nobody I mean, it remembers awesome. it. Nobody remembers it because Godzilla barely showed up in a movie. Right. Yeah, at the very yeah. end, and and Brian Cran- That's the one where Brian Cranston was dead, like in the first fifteen minutes or something like that. Yeah, the the trailer made you believe he was the main right. actor, and then he dies. Spoiler. Oh, we're in spoilers now. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh. And it's been out over a year. I hope anyway, that's not so. a trend we keep seeing. Um, all right. Well, are you guys? Are you guys gonna? I mean, Brian, are you gonna mention this, or do I need to do the stupid people? I want to see if you pick mine. Mine was the fucking helicopter pilots. They go through this goddamn storm, and then they come up, and there's this giant ape over there, okay? So are what you... do they do? They see it. They see a helicopter knocked out of the ground. Oh, let's see how close we can get to the fucking giant ape. Let's see how much we can buzz around right. his head and within arm's reach, and see, let's see what happens. Yeah, because they... Was that yours, they, or...? Um, you can pick any one of the, the, the random soldiers that died, but, yeah, I'll go with that one, because... Captain as soon as that first tree hit that helicopter, everybody should have boarded mission instantly. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> yeah. Not fly closer, and then you got Toby Kebble talking about, is that a monkey? 
I'm like, it's a giant ape, and and you're just like, is that a monkey? And I just remembered his his accent was horrible in this movie. <laughs> Isn't he a British actor? <laughs> yeah. And oh, I, he I, was funny. Yeah, and yeah, stupid people, the All random right. soldiers that would not keep the helicopters away from the giant ape swinging his arms at you. Yeah, well, there were yeah, there were that was a good point, them. especially after he took down that many of them. And then you know, uh, we... uh, Samuel L. Jackson and his Captain Ahab fucking chasing the white whale thing, oh, which I'm yes. sure is where, where they got that whole idea. Yeah, uh, and I did. That's a good. That's a good point, man. I didn't need any more close-ups of his face either. There was quite a few. Mm-hmm. Him and Kong oh, staring, staring, staring at each no, other. No, Sam down, huh? Sam Jackson's face. His oh, I kind of like that. Him oh, I kind of like that. Down. I like I like that I, they set that up. I was like, I did. Samuel I did, L. Jackson is a badass. <laughs> I did love that that initial scene. Uh, yeah, with the flames and uh, separating them, and they mm-hmm. were staring. At, I I actually love that shot right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. But you can also say the the surviving soldiers were stupid for following him on this death mission. Uh, and, yeah, uh, I, I believe Eze figured Especially it out. Especially when your soldier is right? dead already. I believe Eze <laughs> figured it out halfway through. He's like, "We're not going to the rendezvous point. We're going to die fighting this giant ape." Right, and they still follow him. Yeah, the guy that sounded the dumbest, <laughs> <laughs> and he's the one that figured it out, man. <laughs> All right, well, yes, have, have we uh, we talked this one up enough, or is there anything we we forgot to mention? I think that's pretty much it. All right, so uh, I guess that's all I got. you guys enjoyed this one more than more than I did, and Philip, you and I enjoyed uh, the '76 a little bit more than Brian did. But you know, I mean, over, overall, I think we had a good a good week watching King Kong movies. But we got to hear one thing real quick from you, Brian. Uh, what the hell was that King Kong? What, what was it called? King Kong Lives? Is that? It's a it's a sequel to the '76 one. Does um, it have Jeff Bridges in it? Is it the same uh, cast? No, it has. Um, oh, what the fuck is her name? Sarah Connor, uh, Linda Hamilton. Oh, okay, sure. Oh, really? And they they revive Kong. They give him a heart transplant and a lot of fucking stupid <laughs> oh, shit. No. What? It was horrible. Where did they get a heart? Never mind. <laughs> it's a heart, it was it was a giant King Kong sized artificial heart that they built. I don't think I want to go down that rabbit hole because <laughs> because you know. You know, scientists would have a giant King Kong sized artificial heart laying around. In nineteen seventy six. All right. Yes. So on that note, as always, we want we want to thank you guys for listening to another episode of Oh, I'm sorry, did you have something else to throw in? No, no, I was just messing around. (laughs) Ah, I thought we had more King Kong lives. All right. Jay and Silent Bob line. (laughs) (laughs) On that note, we cue the music. (laughs) We we love as as Philip would tell you guys, uh, and actually we we all would. I mean, we truly do appreciate it. We we would love to hear your feedback and ideas. You can always reach us at thehorrorreturns at gmail dot com, and be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Podbean. Just search for the Horror Returns. Look for us on iTunes. Please rate us and review us. That means a lot, and uh, we'll be able to get our numbers up and bring you more that way. So next week. Uh, it is not going to be Kong Week, so my notes are wrong here. I think I didn't change that. 
but we will be reviewing the Belco experiment. Uh, you guys looking forward to that one? Yep, absolutely. I've seen an, uh, a new trailer. Um, I think this one's just going to be crazy. Mm-hmm. And I think I might watch Office Space with it because the trailer advertises the movie as a mix of Office Space and Battle Royale. Well, speaking of Battle Royale, that's the other movie we're going to be watching next week. Okay. So, well, uh, I'll watch so, Office Space too, though, because it's awesome. Uh, <laughs> it's one of my favorites. Guys, if you guys want, just just for fun, we can we can cover Office Space uh, next week also. Let's well, do it. I, even if we don't, I know it's going to be in my cool of the week. That yeah. movie's awesome. All right. Yeah, we right. covered one way or the other. Well, fair enough. So, uh, Brian, until the horror returns again. Everybody have a lovely evening. <laughs> Beautiful. All right. Thank <laughs> you.